starting a, a new series. I uh, titled it Possibility Thinking and Faith. But before I go, stand up. <laughs> Isaiah 50 verse 4. And please shut it out so that nobody sees it. <laughs> the Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Amen. That's exactly what God has done for you this morning. Not everybody can hear what God is saying. But God has given you divine ears to hear his word. So that you can understand his word and be able to follow through with his word. Uh, Whenever we hear the term, you know, possibility, possibility thinking, thinking positive and all of that, we're constantly thinking about motivational speech. You know, we're trying to motivate people. But let me tell you this. You are all kings and priests in the house of God. Isaiah made it clear that you, Jesus speaking, he says himself and the children that you have given to me, speaking to his father, we are for a sign. Signs and wonders on the earth. And Jesus said, with God, nothing shall be impossible and nothing if you can only believe all things are possible all things are possible you are born into a home where nothing is impossible you are a family member of the house of god and in your family the word impossible is not allowed it's like a curse word There is nothing if you can believe. According to Jesus, who cannot lie? He said, if you can believe, if you can only believe, all things are possible to him who believes. And when you are connected with the one who can do all things, and we are truly connected because we are family members, he has actually given us the power to do all things. He told us all things are yours. That's what Paul says. All things are yours. It's not like all things are going to be yours. All things are already yours. They belong to you. God gave that to us. No one can be against you. If God be for us, who can be against us? We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. All things work together for good. Even though it may not make sense to you, He's working for you because you are a member of the household of God. I don't think we really fully understand what God is putting us. When you understand what God has made you as a child of God, you lose your fear. And Jesus made it very clear. If you're coming to Him, don't be afraid. Only believe. God did not give us the spirit of fear. But of power, of love, and of a sound mind. We have no reason to be afraid. Because with God in our lives, all things are possible. All your needs are going to be met. God will take care of you. 
He didn't hold back his son. That's the most precious thing in the universe. Nothing can be compared to his son. But he gave him to, gave him to us freely. And he says, he, with him, he'll freely give us all things. So we should always think in terms of possibilities. There should be nothing like impossible situation in my life. Everything that is not like God is subject to change. If you believe. I don't care what it is. It's subject to change. If it doesn't line up with the will of God, it's got to change. I don't care what the doctor says. If it doesn't line up with God's word, it's got to change. I got Jesus with me. And you and I will agree, no matter how bad the situation is, if Jesus of Nazareth, the one who walked the streets of Jerusalem, walks in, and you can see him physically, and you can talk to him, we all agree, oh, he'll change the situation. If he has to turn water into wine, he'll turn water into wine. There is nothing that's impossible with him. But he, Jesus Christ, He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And guess what? He's here this morning. You may not be able to see him, but he's here this morning. So we must always think in terms of possibility. Dream. Isaiah 54, verse 2. Enlarge the borders of your tent, he says. Because you are about to spread out. And your children will inherit the nations. So we think in terms of possibilities. Nothing shall be impossible. Is anything too hard for the Lord? That's what Jesus, before he came in person, asked Abraham and Sarah when they laughed in secret. Is anything impossible, too hard for the Lord? He says, anything too hard, I'll visit you in this season. I'm coming back. There is always a season. Dream of your season. There is always the time for your manifestation. John the Baptist, Luke 180. He was in the wilderness for all that time until the day of his manifestation to Israel. There is always a day for your manifestation. So never give up. Always think in terms of possibilities no matter how tough the situation is. You can always believe in God. A worm is an ugly thing to look at. But if he continues to live and thrive, eat and grow, God has built in that worm the ability to be transformed into a butterfly. Yes. It's all in there. And for you, God has done something for you. You have it. That if you continue to maintain that field with God's way of doing things, you will change from being a worm, please forgive me, (laughs) into a butterfly. Something beautiful. This is the way Paul puts it. In Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
So there is a transformation. You can be transformed. Your situation can be transformed. The key, the master key to that transformation is your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove. When your mind is transformed, then you can show the world what is the good and what is the acceptable and what is the perfect will of God. Only through the transformation of your mind. Don't be conformed to the way the world thinks. You must think in terms of possibilities in God. Let your mind be changed. That's what's holding us back. If you can't see it, you can never have it. You got to see it. That's why God took Abraham up to change the way he thought. He said, look at the sky. Can you count the, the stars? So to inject another way of thinking in his mind. So shall your children be. So every time Abraham looked up, oh, I can count, those are the faces of my kids. And he changed his name. He changed his name from Abraham to Abraham, father of nations. So he thinks in terms of that, even though he had no, not even a child. Because once his mind is transformed, the baby is going to show up. It's the mind. Once that mind is renewed, there's going to be a transformation. Now let me tell you this. Faith is the only thing that moves God into action. On your behalf, for your benefit. Faith is the only thing. But you know, God requires, in my term, possibility thinking. And I'm going to show you from the scriptures. Let me go first to uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please Him. Meaning, without faith, it is impossible to get God to move on your behalf. He sees what's going on. He can't do anything because He needs that building block. He needs that thing from you to work. You know, God never does anything on His own. He'll ask you, what do you have? Before He multiplied bread, you Remember? He said, what do you have? Give him what you have and he'll walk with it. He requires faith. So without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God, he who comes to God must, everyone say must. must. There is no way out of that. <laughs> you must. If you are coming to God, you must. You must. Believe that he is. For that he is God. Meaning, nothing is impossible. There's nothing he cannot do. He's God. That he is God. You must believe that. Must believe that. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That persistently seek him. Carefully seek him. Attentively seek him. But let me tell you this. If you don't have faith, you can't seek Him with diligence. It's impossible. Is God's faith in your heart 
that drives you because you know, he's got to give me this stuff. He's in the scriptures and you got faith. He's in your mind. He's in your heart. He's in your mouth. You're not going to give up. God, you said this. And even though you're not getting it and it's not happening to you, 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 people are telling you it's not going to work. You're not listening because you know. So you keep saying, God, they are saying it's not going to work, but they don't know what I know. I know you are God and you cannot lie. When you speak, you do it. When you make a promise, you keep your promise. So I'm not listening to them. God, you got to do it. You hear what they are saying? You listen to them. You got to prove yourself. And guess what God does? He says, yeah, here am I. Amen. You cannot seek God with diligence. You know, you know why people don't pray? Because they don't believe He will do anything. Why would you pray when you don't believe anything will change? But you pray when you really believe this is going to change the situation. Well, he's got cancer. What's the use of praying? As if cancer is bigger than God. In the beginning was cancer. Right? Is that what he's saying? That thing came late much, and God came, and he's gone. We don't have to pray to cancer. We rebuke it. Amen. And you don't beg God to get it out. God hates it. Because he came to give us life, and to give, it, give us life more abundantly. And this cancer is... Circumventing God's will and God says, Who is that stuff? Kick it out of your life. Amen. If any man speaks to this mountain and tell this mountain to be removed, and you don't have doubt in your heart, but believe that what you're saying will come, Jesus said, My father will make sure you got it. We're acting as if God is dead. Or that God was. In those days when God was young and he was very energetic. But now he has become the ancient of days and he rarely moves from his throne. That's not the way. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. Meaning he'll do what he did yesterday, he'll do it today. If we will believe and we'll line up just like they did in old times, in Bible days, he'll do exactly the same thing. God is not a respecter of persons. If you trust and believe in him, he'll do exactly what you call him. You see, we really need to show the world that there is a God. And God's looking to us to stand up and have a real strong backbone and let the world know. He says, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. It's when we start acting weak before them. And they say, why should I come to your God? I mean, look at you. You are as flaky as the rest of us. Why should I come to your church? There's nothing happening. You are as fearful as the rest of us. But when they see a man who has no fear. He's not like my friend. This guy, I told you there before. Those armed robbers put the gun in his face. And he spoke to them. And they took off. And the community said, you see that pastor? He looks small. He's a really short fellow. <laughs> but I'm robbers are scared of him. They take off. Because he knew his God. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He rewards those who diligently seek him. 
Meaning, whatever you need from him, you get it. That's his reward for you. Whatever it is, God will give it to you. But then in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, it says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith cannot work if there is no hope. Faith gives substance to your hope. If you have faith and there is no hope in it, the faith cannot work. You need hope for faith to work. Faith has nothing to do when there is no hope. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Possibility thinking. Hope for, you are not giving up hope. You are still thinking, he's going to happen. He's possible. That's what I'm talking about. Possibility, thinking, and faith. You're not giving up. You're saying, I, I know it's really bad. I know what the doctors are saying, but I know there is a God. And then your faith inhabits that hope. And a miracle is born. Amen. I was in a Sunday school class this morning, Mr. Muniz. She, uh, he was sharing with us, uh, Catalino. He was sharing with us about how the doctors have said, you know, that this was it, you know. And doctors said, uh, they opened his brain and did some work there. And supposedly, he was not going to be able to do anything. And he walked before the doctor. And the doctor says, you know, I can't put what I'm seeing right now. Correct me, brother. I can't put what I'm seeing down, down for other doctors to see because they'll think I'm nuts. Afterwards, what we see from, the, from everything, the scan and all of that, I can't put what I'm seeing you do now in it because it wouldn't make sense. That's what God can do. It doesn't make sense to the world. But it's possible with God. If you can believe, it's possible. God can change your situation, no matter how bad it is. God can change it. Don't hang your head down. God's not dead. That's a song, right? (laughs) And a movie. (laughs) God's still alive. And he loves you dearly. We, the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But let me tell you this. If this morning you will speak to God, you know, God, I'm a sinner. And I don't even know how I can stop the things that I'm doing. That's the way I came to God, Christ. I was doing certain things in my life. I was young, crazy. And even people were telling, even a girl told me, when you first started this stuff about Christianity, we all said, he's not going to last. He's too bad. <laughs> I know you guys don't see me that way, but uh, I was wicked in those days. With my bare bottom pants and all that. Uh, my platform shoes and the fruit that I can't grow anymore. Hey, I was it. When I came in, excuse me, I was it. Oh, yeah. Hey, 
What now? Don't you bring any picture of that sort to this one. That man is dead. <laughs> this is the new me, okay? I remember after I got saved and the church preached about not wearing bare-bottom pants. And I, yeah, I said, God, uh, this Christianity stuff is something else. Uh, I don't know if I can follow this. My, my bare-bottom pants gone. This is rough. This is really rough. I feel good, you know. That was the song we sang. I feel good. They're going to take all of that from me just because I go to church. This was really good. God, you got to help me. Those my friends knew the way I was. There is, and that was the doctrine then. Good luck is not going to be able to do that for sure. I mean, there's no way he can do that. But God transformed my life. He transformed my life. There is nothing that's impossible with God. God can transform your life. All you need to do is say, God, you know, I really can't stop wearing these bare-bottom pants. They're going to laugh at me. <laughs> and after I finally, out of pain, I was teaching in a high school then. They cut it real uh, you know, like the way it is now. I went back to class to teach. My students said, Pastor, uh, uh, Sir, why are you wearing pencil pants? They call it pencil pants, you know, when they go down. And they teased me with my. What happened to you? It gave me opportunity to tell them. Yes. Come to my church and we'll cut off your bare bottom pants. <laughs> Those students didn't listen to me much. So. It was fun. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. You don't see it, but you believe. You believe it's possible. And you think positively, and God endorses that and blesses you. You can do that. Your mind holds the master key to your success in every area of life. What you fear, you will attract. What you fear, you will attract. Job said, the things that I feared the most was a righteous man had come to me. Lose your fear. And what you believe, truly believe from your heart, will come to you. It will come to you. By and by. If you believe from your heart, it's going to come to you. Your mind is the field. For every work. Not your heart, your mind. That's why Paul said, renew your mind. Your mind is the field. Whatever you consistently entertain in your mind, in your thoughts, that's what you're going to become. The Bible tells us, Proverbs 23, verse 7, For as he thinks, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. What you consistently put in your mind 
will produce. Your mind is the field. Whatever you sow in it and continue to water will produce. If you sow seeds of faith in God, possibilities in God based on scripture, and you begin to water it in your mind, what you water in your mind will produce. And it will benefit you. If you sow seeds of fear, your life will be filled with sorrow. Just like with Job. It will produce. That's why God was clear to us. God did not give us the spirit of bondage again to fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption. Children of God, adoption. Children of God, don't fear. You have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. You have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, meaning you have been come adopted into the family of God, and in this family, they don't have anything called fear. And the doctors will want to make you fear. Things come in the mail that want to make you fear. But if you take it, and you meditate in it, and you stay in it, it will produce. But if you think in terms of possibilities, and you stay with it, God will come through for you. It's what you think in your mind. The mind holds that master key. You know, Paul knew this. And so he started encouraging Christians. He says in Philippians chapter 4 verse 8, he says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true. Because you knew that your mind is the master key. So Paul says, finally, I've been talking to you for a long time. But we're concluding, finally, my brethren, look. Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure. It doesn't matter if it's pure, it's noble. Everyone wants to be a noble person, right? He says, that's what I want you to think. Because it will produce. If you just think on those just things, it will produce. Whatever things are lovely. I mean, you love lovely things. Think about those things. Get away from the pinto when I can. <laughs> to something better in your thoughts. That God can do it for you. Even though you don't have the resources. You, you, I don't want a car that's constantly breaking down every corner. And I got to call the mechanic. And if it's raining, I'm drenched in, in the rain there. God, when I need something better, God will produce. I just, want, I just have to have it. In my mind, God would work on it and give you the faith to work on it. It's not about the car. It's got, about God taking care of a family member. God helping you to pay your bills. Whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report. If everybody say, wow, did you see that? Yeah, I want that too. <laughs> and you begin to think about those things. It says, if it's of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, people are talking about it and say, wow, that's wonderful. Paul says, meditate, think on those things. Why? Because that's what's going to work. For you. It's your mind. 
is thinking in terms of possibilities in God. In the scripture, there is, for young Joe coined these words, the school of Andrew and the school of Philip. The school of Andrew and the school of Philip. Which of these schools do you belong? We'll find out. And here, my time is up. We'll continue next week. And I'll find out where you belong, whether you are of the school of Andrew, and I might call your name and say, stand up, tell me. And be true, we're standing before God now. Don't lie. Tell me. <laughs> Do you belong to Andrew's field, school? Or you belong to Philip's uh, school? Angela, be quiet, you know. Hey, what did I say? <laughs> Always correcting me. <laughs> Telling me my accent wasn't good enough. And you have an accent as well, Angela, you know? We're all in the same boat, you know? <laughs> you shouldn't have said it this way. Well, you're not American. You can't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. The grace and the other boys, they torment us, Angela and I, with the way we speak. But stand up this morning. We're not going to talk about that. 